Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here with a, a little last-minute change to the episode. <laughs> Today, Saturday morning, the 5th of June, we're running hot with just myself and Mr. Roe Hancock. Yeah, how are we? We we probably should address the elephant in the room, shall we? we uh, our main man, Lee, has gone on a, a little... It's kind of, what would you describe it to? The hangover? The hangover. Um, if anyone's seen the hangover and when um, Phil gets lost, this is what's happened to Lee, unfortunately. He's messaged us this morning out of the blue about five or ten minutes before we've started and he said, I've, I've woken up on the other side of the river. Um, so he's, he's so. gone AWOL. So it's just Ro and I holding down the fort. Uh, Lee, mate, we hope you had a wild night. We look forward to hearing all of your <laughs> adventures. Um, and look forward to you joining us for the next episode. Why am I not surprised, Nick? <laughs> He's a weapon, isn't he? To be that young again, how nice oh, would that be? I know. No responsibility. No care in the world. No. But we do have a big show still in store for you guys today. Uh, we'll recap a couple of quick odds and ends from the NBA and the NBL. Um, we'll then just discuss the, the first round is pretty much all but wrapped up. We've mm. got one game about to tip off as we're recording today, the final game potentially in the Clippers and Oof, Mavs series. Big one. Uh, we'll then give our quick predictions for the round two matchups and then mm-hmm. end with Hero of the Week. Oh, well, it's, it's a little bit different today, isn't it, trying to get the flow of it, you and I? We're I a little bit off-put here, but... Oh, this, big, big show, isn't it's, it? It's been a massive week, massive week of playoff action, and um, there's some really enticing matchups to come over the next few weeks, which I'm um, really... You know, I'm really you enjoying to, to um, yeah, get into it. Before we get into it, guys, a quick shout out again, once again, to both of our sponsors, Card Culture and Intersport. I'm currently we're downstairs recording, and it's a little bit nippy, so I've got uh, I've got my Intersport uh, kit <laughs> He's on got today. The jacket on. So always repping, doing great things there. The new store, actually, quick note: we yeah. had a uh, the other day a graphic designer, oh, a street artist yeah. coming. Street artist. Yeah, oh. and we've got um, this kind of basketball. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan, the Wings poster. Oh, I love that. Um, we've got half. Of his arm in like a, and the ball yep. above our basketball section it looks pretty dope so uh, once that opens the basketball section is going to be humming so oh that sounds incredible you'll be you'll be men in that area though won't you though oh without a doubt yeah. without yeah. a doubt i'll be uh just you'll be guarding the work. perimeter yeah oh, yeah yep. lockdown day you know how it goes <laughs> but also card culture guys continuing some real hot drops this week in yep. the uh the card packs that they're dropping so continue to stay up to date with them check out their socials and get yourself um you know Potentially a retirement fund. <laughs> For sure. Brilliant. Let's get into it, guys. We'll start with the news. Uh, this series has since wrapped up, but Davis Bertans, the wizard, suffered a grade two calf strain. He was going to be looking at four to six weeks on the mm. sidelines. Um, the question becomes now, saw something during the week as well, Duncan Robinson yep. uh, speaking about his potential moves in free agency, potentially moving for the money, for the fit, for a championship. Yep. If you, Here's the question. If you had to pick one out of Bertans and Robinson, who would you go? Oh, it, it's a it, it is a tough question they're because so similar, aren't they? they're quite streaky, both of them. But when they're on, they're almost unstoppable. Um, I just think back to the to the playoff series and the final series last year with Duncan Robinson. Yep. And he was a really high commodity, and yeah, he's had a he's had quite an average year in all honesty. But at his best, he can he can be incredible, and maybe a change of scenery is what he's requiring. Yeah, um, I think my answer would have to be. Duncan Robinson. Um, I've never, I've never had the faith in in Ber- Birdie Beetle. He's um he's too hot and cold for mine. He has been for a little while, but it feels like Robinson's peaks are a little bit higher. Don't I think they? so. Yeah. I think so. What about you? Who would you go with? Yeah, I would have said Robinson as well. Um, I think Bertans is good when he's going, but I, yeah. I think just as I said, the kind of 
the lows are probably a little more severe with Robinson, but yeah. the highs are also a little bit greater. For sure. Uh, so I would lean that way for that. But yeah, yeah, four to six weeks. Doesn't matter though. His his seasons, well, the wizard seasons come and gone, yep. um, which we'll touch on shortly. But yeah. Just quickly with those ones, do you reckon those guys will stay put or do you reckon they'll look elsewhere? I think Bertans will. I reckon yep. Robinson could be on the way out. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Potentially to a. Oh, because he, he's going to. He's asking for a lot of money, so it depends. Probably. Oh, New York have a lot I, of cap I, was, space. I was just about to yeah. say that was the name. I was about to yeah. say the Knicks would yeah. be that would be a handy piece to pick up Another someone few. who can really knock down. Because um, we saw in the playoffs against the the Hawks, their mm. scoring was a little bit reduced. So yep, a bright spark like that could be the piece that gets them to a, oh, uh, a first series so. win. Yeah, for sure. Um, I saw throughout the week that CP3 intends to decline his player option, forty four point four million player option. Imagine, imagine the luxury of having to. You Being can able to decline turn that in down. that. Um, he wants to secure a new three-year deal, sort of in the 100 mil range is yep. what I've read on the social media pipes. But do we reckon that's going to happen? Do you reckon he's going to get locked I, into that three? Imagine turning that down. That is an absurd amount of money. But given the way he's played this year and mm. last year, I, I think a team will give it a go. Yep. Um, again, it could be a team like in New York with all that cap space, adding that veteran leadership to pair alongside Randall, mm. to pair alongside RJ Barrett. Uh, I think he will get the bag. Will the Suns give him that deal though, or oh. or is it? Does it have to be another team? They're going to have to give a fair chunk of their salary to Devin Booker. Obviously, depends um, what happens for the it, remainder it, of the playoffs. I absolutely, reckon. Absolutely, yeah, for um, sure. They've proven how how good they are, and they're probably whether they win or lose this year the finals. Yep. If they make it, they're probably only a piece or two away. So it depends. Do you try and bring in a couple of pieces around the edges to get them over the line, or Perhaps, do you yeah. shake it up? I, I don't know, but I think he he will get his payday yeah. because he is certainly earned it the last year or two. For sure. Um, another guy who's looking, or a couple of players who are looking to secure a pretty big bag here, um, per Anthony Chang, um, reporter for the Miami Heat, for yep. the Miami Herald, Jimmy Butler is hoping to get a four-year, $181 million extension. Right, okay. Now, it's not ideal timing given the way he's just come off from no. this series with the Bucks, but $181 million, that, you know, roughly give or take $45 million a year. Yep. Is that, like, that's money you pay... For a, like a genuine bona fide superstar, that's someone that you, who can carry you to a title. That's something you could chuck at like a Kawhi Leonard who's yep. looking elsewhere, who, who could potentially be looking elsewhere depending on what happens in the remainder of this Clippers-Mavs series. But I I just don't think he's worth that much at this point. And are, are they, if they do keep him, are they good enough to win a title with what they've got with Bam, um, Robinson if he stays hero? I think with their current roster... Probably not. Yep. Like I, I still think they're another few pieces away, yep. and they definitely showed that this year. Um, and admittedly, they had Victor Oladipo sitting on the pine, which exactly. wasn't ideal. But we've also heard that he might be out for longer than we actually anticipated to begin with. So I think they're a few pieces away, and I don't think I'd be comfortable if I was the Miami Heat um, offering Showing him that, that much. It's a lot of money got, when you've got other big free agents who could be looking at Miami as a destination. So, Well, the comparison sure. there is, per The Athletic, the Warriors look likely to offer Steph Curry a four-year $215 million deal. <laughs> what a, oh, what Lord. And he deserves it because the first few years yes. he yep. kind of was on a reduced salary. So mm. this is nice to see him getting paid for all he's done for this franchise. And yep. he is still... Well worth his weight in gold, isn't he? Absolutely. He'll be well worth his weight in gold until his very last season because he's just that much of a threat from beyond the arc. He might not always have the speed and elusiveness, but he'll always have that shot. And he was elite this year, wasn't he? Oh, he, he was, was incredible. And had he had a, a bit more help, 
they were a serious, serious threat. Yep. Um, and next year, once we get Clay back, Clay back. it's going to be just wicked to see what they can do. I still think they'll get they'll get a few more pieces over the off season. I don't I think, think so. their championship window is closed by any stretch no. of the imagination. They've still got I'll, a couple of years, and they will look to make the most of it, won't they? Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, another player. This is an interesting one. This is one that I saw this morning, and this is just all speculation at the moment. But I'm not sure if you saw Damien Lillard post a picture this morning with an interesting caption. I missed this one. He posted a picture with a Nipsey Hussle lyric, and it said, how long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meets pe- preparation? How long should I stay dedicated to the trail- trailblazers, perhaps? I don't know. It's, it's, oh, it is speculation, and um, I, I've always thought of Dame as the guy who will stay with Portland yep. until the end of his career, but maybe he's just getting a bit bit sick of this franchise and been so close yet still so far doing um, as much as he can every single season still falling short this year first round exit not ideal oh, i don't know I, I, I just think it's interesting I that he's posted that caption i reckon there'll be movement uh we'll probably touch about that when we do the denver blazers little recap but i think we could either find either dame or cj on the move i think now's probably the time it's one of them because for the last however many years they've been so so close and they can't quite get over that threshold yeah. yet so something you would think has to change, and now we're getting to Dame's yep. kind of prime um, back end of his career now. He, he wants a title, and For I sure. think it's kind of now or never. So, Well, we had that chat at the start of the season, didn't we, when we had that um, sort of, I guess, hot take session. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, um, and we were speaking about how Dame or CJ, after this season, if they don't reach expectations, which they clearly didn't, yep. um, then one of them has to has to go, and Dame might be the one who puts his hand up to say, "I'm, I'm it's going to search out." Funny to think of a Blazers franchise without Dame, isn't it? It so, is. It is. Uh, we'll no doubt touch on that a little bit more later in the show. A yep. quick one from me: uh, Mike Krasowski will retire at the as the head coach of Duke at the end of next season. Oh, yeah. Spent 42 years with the team. Now, <laughs> I want to rattle through a couple of quick accomplishments go here. Go for it. Five times NCAA national champion. He's in the Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame. Yep. He's had the most wins in college basketball history as a D1 coach. Um, let's have a look. Three times Naismith College Coach of the Year, five times Olympic gold medals, 15 times ACC championship. <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Yep. Now, he has just been an absolute staple mark of college basketball and Duke. The way he has elevated this franchise, the players that have come through that system have gone on. You know, We see at the minute Zion, RJ Barrett, all these list of names. Uh, an incredible career for him and... Certainly will re- enjoy retirement. 42 years. 42 years. It's, it's an incredible of. achievement. And those lists of accolades, it, you know. I could have just, kept going on too. Yeah, I yeah. That's not the end of it. But, but um, you could have been speaking all days. Incredible. And it's the end of an era. Um, sort end of, of an so, era as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tie this one oh, in with you, Ro. Okay. The big uh, news. Yep. Danny Ainge has stepped down from the role of head of basketball operations with the Celtics. We now have Brad Stevens now, taking over the role. How do you feel, our resident Celtics man? This was absolutely massive this news. This was such a shock. This was such a shock. Um, not so much that Danny Ainge is stepping down, yep. but more so that Brad Stevens is stepping down as head coach and transitioning into that role. I just wouldn't have picked it. I thought I was, as a Celtics fan, looking at Brad Stevens, even though we had a bit of a underwhelming year, year I yep. still thought of him as the guy who would you know take us take the team forward for the next you know 10 to 20 years yeah absolutely um, and now we're looking for a new head coach and that begs the question though who should the Celtics go for 
What names are out there? I've heard Mark Jackson as a potential candidate. Yep. It's just a matter um, if he wants to put his hat in the ring. Potentially Lloyd Pierce could Lloyd be Pierce, in around yeah, the mark. Yep. Um, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was yep. another name that was mentioned. There's, I tell you what, though, it's it's still kind of hard to process, isn't it? Because you kind of just – it was out of the blue. It was. Um, and it especially, was. as you said, not so much the Danny Ainge part, but the part of Brad Stevens, because I, I truly thought as well – um, he's been so good for so long now, and he's yep. what's he been with? The, is it six years? Ah, uh, he's been there. Seven yeah, years. it's probably about seven or eight years. Yeah, now. seven yeah. or eight years, yep. and kind of this year was a, a bit of a blip on the radar. But they've got two up and coming superstars, Brown and Tatum. They they need a centre, but they're kind of in and around the mark. So you yep. kind of thought he was still going to be the guy to take them forward over that hump and and get the. The silverware. For sure. Uh, I wonder what happens to the Celtics in terms of team chemistry now that that's happened. I, n- I know that he's still staying within the organisation, yep. but he's in a vastly different role now. Yes. Yep. I, I know the players got along with him really well. Um, but I actually I'm, wonder how long this has been going on behind the scenes. So it must have been a long while. Transitioning him into the role, like he's still going to need a lot of help and support, but they must for have sure. for probably the last 12 months. I, di- I did hear something that after the bubble, I think he was a bit over it. Yeah, um, and ready right, to okay. make a change. Yep. So, yeah, they could have been, you know, doing this for a little while, getting that transition process started. But it's going to be very interesting to see how it all unfolds, who they get as their head coach, what impact yep. it has on the playing group, what moves are made in the front office, whether he now is like is coach, so he knew what they needed. Maybe yeah. they go after a big centre that we spoke about. Perhaps. So Perhaps. Yeah, there's a lot to play out with that one, I think. Looking forward to seeing how that unfolds there. There was some really um, sad news throughout the week that former Utah Jazz Centre and two-time Defensive Player of the Year, Mark Eaton, yeah. has died at the age of 64, so still still, still quite, quite young, young, really, still young. in the scheme of things. Um, yeah, he was a, he was a, one of the absolute key defensive players for the Utah Huge Jazz. Part of the Jazz's history. Yeah, yep. yeah, so it's incredibly sad. I'm not really sure how, how he actually passed, passed away. away. 64, and, uh, that is young. Yeah, it, is it, young. It, it must have been an accident of some description, but... Yeah. Um, incredibly sad, so, yeah. An icon there for the Jazz. Um, Ro, do you have any more NBA news? No, go to the NBL, I reckon. We'll go to the NBL news. I've got a couple of quick points to rattle through here. Go now, a man who's just been synonymous with the Sydney Kings, Andrew Bogut, has officially joined their ownership group during the week, so great to see that he's that. putting his faith in the team even after he's finished playing. Yep, um, yep. So brilliant from him there. Uh, the Cairns Taipans will coach with uh, not looking to re-sign Mike Kelly. Uh, he was signed in 2018, was coach of the year last year, um, and it would appear current Kings head coach Adam Ford is the guy likely to take the reins. Right, okay. Nothing set in stone there, but he looks the front runner. Watch this space. A name coming down to Tassie here. Speaking of Cairns, current player for this season, Tad Delfamir, will suit up for the Hobart Chargers for the remainder of the season. Right, um, okay. Yeah, a bit with, with Kansas' season pretty much all but coming to an end now. Um, he's going to uh, sign for the rest of the season with the Chargers. Average six points, two and a half rebounds, two and a half assists off the bench this year. Yep. He's had quite a good season off the bench for as kind of lacklustre as Kansas been. I know yep. they've lost you know, players through injury. Cam Oliver went off to the NBA. Um, so they've had a bit of a rough go of it. But Tad's had a quite impressive season, so I'm looking forward. And again, for the players within the mm. Chargers, it's good to have that kind of experience, leadership. For sure. Someone yeah. who is playing professionally. So, so what's the plan there? Is the plan to transition from the Chargers into the Jack Jumpers when we enter the league? I'm, I'm just wondering why he's coming down here and playing for... I'm 
guessing he's just trying to acclimatise himself down here. I certainly hope so. He's just here to play ball at the minute just to get keep, right. keep playing okay. their season. Uh, I think Cairns have one more game to go, so just continue playing ball. But it's certainly a good segue into a spot with the Jack Jones. I would have thought so, yeah. Um, and we're certainly looking to fill the void for some players. I know yep. announcements will be coming pretty thick and fast from here on inwards. Yep. Um, but, yeah, watch this space. He could be our first signing. It's exciting. Uh, for the first time since 2017, the Illawarra Hawks are back in the playoffs. They were really treading water throughout the middle of the season. Have really just fired in the back half, especially off the back of Tyler Harvey. Yep, uh, it's been phenomenal. And for the Hawks, it was just um, you know a really great story last year with Lamella. They somewhat struggled, anguishing down the bottom of the table this year. Mid start of the season, were mm. were kind of looking for a season destined similar to last year, but really came back with quite a vengeance. So great to see them. Back in the playoffs now, we've not quite got it set in stone yet, but it seems we've got well, Melbourne United officially locked up first position last night by beating the Wildcats, so okay. they're, they've locked in the number one seed. Yep. Uh, Perth have all but locked up the number two seed, so we've got one and two there. The Hawks look pretty pretty certain now to lock up number three. Um, in that final spot, we've got the Phoenix, Kings and Bullets still all vying for it, so it's going to be a the last couple of games of the season coming up this week. It's going to be a very intriguing race to the... So the one and two are set in stone, but there's a lot to play out with the remaining spots by the sounds of it. A lot to play out for, and it's going to be whichever way it goes. I know the Bullets have to play the Phoenix again. The Phoenix tonight uh, play New Zealand um, and in what is a must-win game. So certainly looking forward to to that one there. But a big next week coming off up in the NBL as we march towards the playoffs. It's exciting times, isn't it? Exciting times for Australian basketball. It is. Big stuff happening. And speaking of playoff basketball, round one has... Essentially ended. Essentially, as we yeah. as we speak here at ten to eleven in the morning here in Australia, uh, the Mavs and Clippers game six is about to tip off. It is. Um, so we'll kind of be keeping up to date with that one as we progress. But we'll start in the east with the Heat, Heat and Bucks. Now, Radio. yeah, this one ended four zip. Who would have picked? What this a whitewash! Road? What a whitewash! I mean, you you backed in the Bucks, didn't you? I did back in the Bucks, but I didn't back them in. A sweep, necessarily. A sweep, no. I thought the Heat would put out more of a fight. But as I was saying a few weeks ago, I think um, it's one of those years that you just thought, well, Giannis and the Bucks. if it's not this year that they, you know, at least reach expectations, then when, gonna when's it going to be? And, you know, with a few really handy additions over the off-season on Drew Holiday particularly, yeah. um, they... they got the job done and did everything that they needed to do, whereas the Miami Heat just had too many passengers and too many that guys not stepping up on a nightly basis, which, you know, dictated the end result. Butler was brutal. Hero was brutal. Robinson was brutal. Yep. Bam was no by no means a shining light, but probably the best of a bad bunch. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know in this one if the Bucks looked great or the Heat looked crap. Very much a combination of the two. Both, both for sure. So, yep. yeah, I, t- I kind of feel like a bit of an idiot now picking the Heat to win this one after oh. being swept, but I was still kind of riding their, their wave after last season. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Tying back with what we mentioned on the Jimmy Butler point, I just don't know. I don't know if they've got the – like we've seen how strong now both the East and West are. Mm. I just don't – I think they're a step off the mark. So. I think so. I think they're another few players away from contending again. Yep. I think they got found out this this That's season, it. unfortunately. So we'll move on from there because it was a sweep. We mentioned a lot of it last week, so not much we to did. go into there. Uh, the Philly Philly and the Wizards. Yep. Uh, the 76ers came out of this one 4-1. Wizards were able to clinch, clinch a moral victory of some sorts in Game 4. For sure. Um, started Game 5 looking quite well with Embiid out. They looked pretty 
pretty dangerous. Up by seven early yep. in the first. Uh, after half time, Billy really flexed some muscle and put this one to bed. The big thing for me in this series, though, a guy I've bashed on, guy I've given a bit of flack to, but Tobias Harris really looked like that a genuine third star. Outstanding, yeah. It, because we've always thought about um, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons as the one-two punch, and then we've had Tobias Harris as this guy who, I guess before this year, could stand up at times, yep. but he wasn't a regular contributor. This year, particularly in, in this series, he's more than done his job for that franchise. And um, he, you're right, and he looks like... consistency is the big word in that. Like, he's yep. doing it on a night-to-night basis, which is huge, as for opposed sure. to scoring 13 and then... Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, 13 and then 30 the night after. It's really finding Absolutely. a good middle ground. And yep. he can bounce off Simmons and Embiid really well. He can, he can. I was also impressed with... Ben Simmons, like they went to him with the hack of Ben Simmons yes. strategy, which yep. it's it's awful watching when you when you're watching that. And Brutal as a player, isn't it? You know yeah. you, they're going to fail you because you you got awful with the free throw line. It's just a little bit demoralising, isn't it? It is, it is. But particularly in that last game, he he held his nerve. I think in the end he was five from eight from the free free throw line. So solid for him. You'd solid, take that. Yeah, you? I'll take, take that, that for Ben Simmons. Um, I wonder if that'll be a strategy for more teams going forward, though. I think it will, especially yeah. in some of these late late game stretches where it's tight. You know, if they're getting on average one point of possession, as an opposition, you would take that. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're holding a lead. Yep. Um, He's yeah. working on it, though. He's he working is. on it. He they is. showed some footage of him prior to the actual games, and I'm sure he's been doing it for a long time. But they emphasised it because they've obviously gone to this strategy, and they wanted to show that he is paying attention to yeah. it and he's trying his best. So I think this off-season for Ben Simmons, that jump shot and the free throws, it, it just has and to the be the three-point stroke. And, no. Uh, well, no, I don't even know if we'd bother. We but, can't um, even. No. That's a lot to work on in one off-season, <laughs> isn't it? We've been saying it for the last couple. We haven't seen too many strides, but if you can just nail down free throw shooting at least yep. and getting a solid mid-range game. Look out. Look out. We keep saying about all this potential, but he is one of the best players in the league if he gets Absolutely. He will be one of the best players in the league yep. if he can find that uh, consistency with his stroke. Agree. The Celtics and Nets row. The Nets win this one 4 1. Yep. Clinched it with a 123 to 109 win in game five. What I noticed, Harden in this series seems to have increased his uh, scoring output, which yep. is dangerous because we've seen Kyrie <laughs> yes. and KD look to do the bulk of the scoring and yep. Harden more of a facilitator. But he really was putting up some big points in this series. So. Well, he gained his name from being a elite scorer, and he'll probably go down as one of the best scorers of all time when it's said and done. I forgot about it this yeah. year a little bit because, as he said, he wants to play point guard, facilitate, and he's he been does. racking up monster assist numbers. But he is. He has been for the last – he's probably this decade one of, if not, the greatest scorers. Yeah, yeah. And in the 21st century, in NBA history even. like this What is, he's been able to do is just ridiculous. This is why this team's so dangerous, though. Like we've, We know KD's going – he's just a natural scorer. He's not really necessarily going to be the facilitator, and he hasn't really played that role throughout the course of his career. But then yeah. you've got James Harden and Kyrie Irving, Irving who are interchangeable in terms of um, one can score on any given night and one yep. can be the main facilitator. And then the next night they swap positions, and it plays out pretty naturally. I it feel does. when I've watched the Nets game, if um you know Kyrie Irving comes out and he's throwing a few lobs and you know finding a few open men, then he will probably continue Take that, that role, role for, of facilitating for the night. And yep. not not to say that James Harden won't facilitate at all, but you know they they play their they play their roles in that team, and they they've got it worked out really well. It's brilliant because this is what we waited all year for, wasn't it? To oh, see yeah. this big three all on the court together, finally gelling. 
Um, they look they look even more scary than they did on paper when we initially saw yeah, it was going to be do. this big three. Yeah. Seen them gel and link up together. It's, it's scary enough. Be a tough ask for anyone to get past them. I reckon. I think so. It's scary enough seeing even one of these guys on the court if you're an opposition team, let alone seeing three of three future Hall of Famers on the, doubt. on the same team with plenty left in the tank. So, oh, it's look it, out. It's a worry for um for the Bucks in the next round, but we'll get to that soon enough. We've got in the final final matchup in the uh, the A set. Uh, the Hawks and Knicks. The Hawks taking this one four one. Now, this mm. was a series I thought was going to be a little bit closer, potentially go a little bit deeper. Likewise, yep. uh, but the, the Hawks just had too much scoring. Uh, Julius Randle, for as good as he's been all season, most improved player, deservedly so. Yep. Struggled a little bit. Bright lights um, got to him a little bit, didn't they? The bright lights, but nevertheless, you cannot take anything away from New York. It's been no, uh, just a phenomenal year, clinching yep. home court advantage, the fourth seed. Um, you know, fans back and rocking in Madison Square Garden, seeing the development of Randall, yep. Barrett, Co. Um, we'll certainly give them a grade when we do our end-of-season recap. For sure. But, yeah, great stuff from them. But for the Hawks, up against the 76ers, we'll touch on that, but that's going to be an intriguing <sighs> matchup, and the Hawks looked really good in the series. The thing is, we and I, I guess we'll talk a bit more about those matchups going forward, but I think that matchup between the 76ers and Atlanta, it's closer than you think. Yes. Yeah, like when you look at it on paper, it's more intriguing than you think. You look at a few intriguing matchups, I guess, Embiid versus Capella. Oh, look that's, out. that's that's mouthwatering really because you've got like Two essentially of the most dominant big men in the game. Unstoppable force meets an immovable object. It's it's definitely one of those cases. But then you've got like Ben Simmons who is an elite defender on Trey Young, and one he's of got the, most the size. Nifty ball handlers in the league, sharpshooter. So th- there's that is probably for mine one of the mo- more intriguing second round matchups there there are. So looking forward to hearing your prediction on that one pretty shortly. But that <laughs> was sure. a great great series for the Hawks. Um, they really conducted themselves well and got the win. Trey Young held held his nerve, which I think was the m- most impressive thing of all. Like imagine coming into Madison Square Garden yep. with I don't know what the capacity was for there or how many. Um, people were in attendance, but it sounded absolutely was going incredible. Off. And to have you know the, one one uh, New Yorker makes up for two regular people doesn't it does. in terms of volume. They're a rare breed over there, but um, he held his nerve, and I liked at the end when he sealed it. He did the little bow, the bow. in front of front of the crowd, a little, little bit that. cheeky, but um, that we love that. that from him. Uh, we'll move ahead to the West Row. Uh, Utah versus the Grizz. Utah won this one four one. Yep. Kind of feels like a lifetime ago that Memphis won game one. <laughs> it does. Um, and there was does. a little bit of excitement in this one. Donovan Mitchell was upset about being held out for game one. Yep. Returned and has been absolutely lights out since his return. Um, and they killed off this series pretty quickly. Game five, got that early lead, never looked back. Yep. Clinched the 4-1 win. Um, likewise with the Knicks, uh, a fantastic year still for the Grizz. Yes, for Great sure. Great seeing the way Jar came on. That 47-point game he had was just... Explosive and then some. Like yep. they've really got a bright future with him, Brooks, Jaron Jackson. They've got a great young core to build around. He'll be in the MVP talks within the next few years for sure. He's so valuable to that lineup. Um, and yeah, once again, as you were saying, like the Grizzlies have had a they've exceeded expectations because I think most people thought that last year they were probably even quite lucky to be in and around. I the did. Picture. I think I had them as the fifteenth seed yeah, last year. So yeah, and they've exceeded expectations again. Um, <laughs> So I don't think we'll write them off again because we know no. just how threatening they can be. I think I wrote them off a little bit this year as well. <laughs> I think they might have had them around 13th or something. Yeah, I'll have to check that. 
But yeah, they've they really have surpassed expectations, and I really look forward to seeing what they can do next year with that grit and grind mentality back in Memphis. Agree. Denver and the Blazers. Denver yes. take this one out four two. They did that double OT game. That was probably one of the most ridiculous games I've seen in recent <laughs> yeah. memory. Uh, Denver yep. winning one hundred and forty seven to one hundred and forty. Jokic had thirty eight points, eleven rebounds, nine assists. Dame Dollar six rebounds, ten assists. 55 points on 12 of 17 from three. They were down eight in regular OT with a minute to go. Yeah. Dames just launched three three massive threes, hit them all, got it to double OT. They went down in this. But what an absolute roller coaster this game was. Oh, it was one of the best games of the year for mine. I think and with Dame, I think he's made that step back three into a signet like legitimate signature yep. move. Like he did it a few times in the past, but now that's actually unstoppable and, and you Denver, just think it's going in yeah. every single time. Well the Denver players, some of those like just ridiculous long range, a couple of bang shots. Yeah. The Denver players weren't even mad. No. Like, well what, what, can you what, do? what do you do? Everything yeah. he touches it's turning to gold at the minute. Agreed. And it was yeah. it was just a shame he didn't have a couple more running mates in this one. Yes. Um, because yep. <laughs> there's only so much you can do. One man can do uh fifty five points an outrageous performance there, but that loss really hindered them. Uh, they went back to Portland for Game 6, lost 126 to 115. They would be kicking themselves in this one. They led by 14 points in the third quarter, yep. and Denver just really asserted themselves, took control, and we've somewhat answered this. One of my questions was going to be, is it time for the Blazers to go in a different direction? Uh, we've somewhat answered that, but... We have, and I think we've... They've sort of, reached their max, you think, haven't they? They're pl- they're I going- think so. Where, where, how, how much are they going to improve from here? What what can they do? They've got the they've got an out-and-out superstar. They've got CJ McCullum as the Robin to to Lillard's Batman. A quality sixth man in Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo but he's Anthony. not getting any younger. Nurkic, who's a quality big man. Can he um, stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? Jury's out, probably... Questionable yep. based off his past. Anthony um, Simons, he got some young players, uh, Norman Powell, Robert Covington. But I, how how long? Like we've said it for years and years now. But how long can they stay at this level? You cannot run it back if you want to have a serious chance of going for the title, can you? If you're if you're in the front office there, who do you look to offload? Um, do you, do you stick with Dame? Like if you if, uh, if if you had the choice, would you offload Dame or CJ? Oh my god! If you were the front office, you would you would be doing everything in your power to to keep Dame interested in staying. And CJ so, was a bit cold in the series. He was. It was a bit hot and cold for the most part. Cold. He was indeed, and but we saw earlier in the season, like before he got injured, he was he was incredible. Like he was when he was probably averaging thirty five or so. He was elite. He I had him in my fantasy team, and this guy was lights yeah. out. He was cooking. Would have been all NBA, all star. Um, would have had it all, but that injury really derailed him. The thing with McCollum though is that he was hot at the wrong end of the season, and he That's was it. cold at the wrong end of the season. That's it. Um, so I think if you're the front office and you're looking to offload one of those two, it's a no-brainer. You're looking to get rid of CJ McCollum and perhaps get a few more pieces to help out Dame as opposed yeah. to someone as good individually as CJ McCollum, just a few extra pieces, maybe even off the bench. Like we, It needs to be a whole team effort if they're going to make deep runs in the playoffs. They're a funny one. I'm looking forward to seeing how their off-season plays out. Uh, yep. We'll move ahead. The game, game six is about to tip off in 10 minutes' time as of time of recording, but Clippers versus Mavs, and Mavs currently lead 3-2. Now, Good. no team has won at home yet. The Mavs play at home today with a chance to seal it. <laughs> right, what, okay. This has been an absolutely just... A roller coaster. You saw the, the Mavs take a two zip lead, winning two away from home. 
Um, and you really thought, okay, they're in really good shape here. But yep. the Clippers roared back, got the two back away. Uh, Luca, though, game five, 42 points, eight rebounds, 14 assists. This guy, it's hard to believe he's in his third year. Third year? He's the third it year must player. Be, yeah. Third year yeah, player. Must be. Um, the Clippers in game five had a more uh, well rounded performance, all five starters having 10 or more points. But the big factor in game six. Kristaps Porzingis. Yes. He has yeah. been very ordinary so far, and he's just Sub-par. lucky that Luke has been just otherworldly. Yeah. Um, but he really needs to step up, find his form, and if he can play well, I think they take game six. He really has no excuse either. Like, he's he's there, he's fit, he's healthy, he's ready to go. Yeah. Luca cannot – I don't think Luca can – oh, actually, I was about to say I don't think Luca can win the series on his own. I think he can win it on his own, but, geez, it would be handy for the Mavs if he could get a bit of help. Tell you what, you are. I reckon you are riding this game. You're, you've got a direct eyeline to a signed <laughs> Luca jersey. Oh, you just think each series he wins, the, the value val- goes up and up and up. The value increases, doesn't it? So but, um, we're yeah. riding this one hard for the Mavs today. Are, Do you think are. they get it done? Um, so they're at home today. They're uh, home today. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. We can't even say that the home advantage will, will get them over the line. Yeah. I actually think that this one could go to seven. And if it goes to seven, I think the Clippers get it. So probably, I think it's a must-win yeah. game today. I, oh, so do I. But I'm riding the Mavs harder than anyone this year. Brilliant, brilliant. I hope they get over the line. Not only for the league. I, I don't want to see the Clippers in there, but no. also for you, Ro, with the, your the Clippers the, are too sure of themselves. They really are, and they've got no, like I know Kawhi's won championships, but it hasn't been with the Clippers, and I think they're just a bit too sure of themselves without proving. A heap. Did you see that last play in the game five where Kawhi took that corner three? He still had about five seconds on the clock. Yeah, he now, rushed, like, it, he rushed yeah, it. And he saw yeah. at the end Rondo go over and just kind of gave, him, like, a gave him a spray, which yep. rightly so. It was kind of for the best three-point shooting team in the competition. It was a pretty ordinary look. For, yeah. They were down by 10 with two minutes to go. Got it back to that one possession game with a chance to tie it and, and blew it, rushed it, panicked. It was a, it was a strange one because Kawhi's really, usually got pretty good game awareness and yeah. he just seemed to, I don't know, he as, as we were saying, yeah, zone out and, and he rushed it up. and That was the end of that. That was the end. Right, the final series uh, for yep. round one, Lakers versus Suns. Nick, I love how we've left, left this till last. Now, I just want to get your thoughts on, on this overall and I, I want to know that do you reckon if AD was at his top potential yep. and he was fit and healthy, do you reckon it would have been the same result? Uh, I I want to I want to say yes, yep. and part of me believes so. Yeah, but I'm gonna say no. Yeah, just because I think the Clippers were too good. The um, Suns. Uh, so not, not the Clippers. The Suns. <laughs> the Suns were too good. Yep. Like in that game six, Devin Booker had 47, 11 rebounds, eight of ten from three. Incredible. Chris Paul was fantastic throughout the series, battling with injury as well. Um, part of me thinks if if he had been healthy, it would have been different. But they just didn't have enough output from their other role players. KCP, they didn't. Kuz, Kuz, Kuz. I've backed him in long enough. Heads on the chopping block, I reckon. Get the, the guillotine one, out. The one player that survived, like Ingram, Ball, Josh yep. Hart. We got rid of everyone else. We kept Kuz. Um, you know, you've. I think it's time to go, Buster. He ha- he's, he's he's as you said, his head's on the chopping block. We've idea this- was for, to be the genuine third star, and yep. he has not fulfilled that at all. No, um, imagine having faith in a guy who 
in that in that uh, deciding game, went one for six, yeah, uh, zero for two from the three point line. And I was mentioning to you last night, Nick, when all, when the Lakers had all the momentum down the stretch, they got it back to within about ten points. 10 they point. were down twenty nine at one stage, yep. and they were coming. All momentum on their side. He just lost, he lost his head, and he made a few really ordinary decisions. And in the end, after well, from my perspective, after he made a really bad. Um, decision down the stretch, the momentum switched again, and the Suns went on a run, and that was that was game dis- and season done. Disappointing to see game five and six. Like game five, the Suns won one hundred and fifteen to eighty five, mm. and game five and six, it was just an absolute dismantling from the word go. Um, and it was yeah, first time LeBron's ever lost a first round series. Um, you know, I think the changes will be coming because LeBron's probably only got one or two more cracks at it. Um, yeah, yep. He struggled with injury this year. AD. Has struggled with injury and struggled throughout this playoff series. Uh, I think they will be back next year, but there will be some changes made. Yeah, uh, fair play to the Suns. Like I was, I was bitterly disappointed yesterday. But if a team were to beat the Lakers, I was kind of if oh, like that. The, I'm not disappointed that oh, the so Suns am got I. through. So am I. Happy for CP3. He's yep. toiled for long enough, and he's leading this team incredibly well. It's just incredible just seeing them get blown out by 30 and to be down 29 yesterday in Game Six. And there was nothing more LeBron really could have done. There was just no one coming with him. Do you, know? it was the, do you reckon it was a case of the Lakers? I know they they had different personnel than last year, but do you reckon it's a case of the Lakers not having the hunger that the Suns had? Because I tell you what, looking at that, watching that game yesterday in particular, some very vital moments, and the yeah. Suns players overall seemed to stand up and wanted it more than the than their opposition. Um, I would agree, and yeah. a little part of it, I think. Without not making excuses, but a little part of it, I think, comes back to how short the off season was yeah, for the Lakers. Yeah. They went deep, like into the year in their final series against the Heat. We saw them knocked out early as well, not have mm. a good a year as they had. Like there, and with the way the season was structured this year, there was a lot of games coming quick and fast. Um, so you know, we've seen more injuries, some kind of lacklustre form, and not being quite able to get into the rhythm of the season with yep. how quick it's moved. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I expect big changes coming in the front office there, but Le- fair play. LeBron GM mode activated, you reckon? I, I would say so. <laughs> I think uh, bring back Rondo. Bring <laughs> yeah, back very yeah. – I was talking to a, a big shout-out, Bailey Campbell, who I work with at InSport yesterday, and he was saying a big part of their season last year was how underrated Rondo was. Oh, absolutely. And you need that veteran leadership. Um, they just – yeah, they just looked out of swords this year. And I, I don't think yesterday, having Mark Gasol start Andre Drummond out, that hurt. It did. That yeah. really hurt them. Um, KCP hit a couple of shots to get them back into it in the third, fourth quarter. Third quarter? Fourth quarter. Yeah, but they... for the most part of the series, he was ordinary. Kuz, as we said, ordinary. Schroeder uh, had, I think, one good game. Other than that, pretty ordinary. Yep. Uh, yeah, just not enough, not good enough this time around, but we bounce back next year. It just goes to show you how important those leaders are and how important those players with incredible IQ, such as Rondo, as we were mentioning just then, are to your chances of going deep in a playoff run. Yep. And um, this this time around, it seemed like LeBron was on an island by himself with a few dummies surrounding him, and you know the end result was they got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. First so. round. Goodness. Wow. Um, well, we'll look ahead then. Their recaps around one. Um, yep. We've got one game to go, as we said, about to tip off as we speak. But we'll get into our round two. We'll go through our couple of quick uh, predictions. Okay, yes. We've got the Nets and Bucks, Roy. Who do you see coming out? How many games? Uh, 
yeah, it's going to be a tantalising series, isn't it? Like, oh, oh, it? So much anticipation has been building towards this one. This feels like it could be like an Eastern Conference Finals matchup, uh, but yep. un- unfortunately not. Um, I've gone with the Nets to take this one out. Um, I reckon they'll probably get over the top of them in six. Yep. I think six games. I think for the Nets, only two of their three, in my opinion, I think two of the three stars need to stand up on any given night. And I think based off this year, when they've all been playing, that's generally how it's gone. There's been two, if not three, of those players standing up pretty regularly. From the Buck side of things, Giannis won't be stopped. So there's no, there's no point even trying to contain him because he's just an unstoppable force and that's just how it is like they're gonna have to score 120 points pretty much every night though and if Giannis is getting 30 or 40 they're still gonna find 80 points in there the Nets can lock down on these other players can't they 100% it's gonna be down to how many of his teammates can step up um and step up consistently as well it's no use you know Drew Holiday stepping up one game and then going missing the next two games absolutely they have to be locked in the whole team, not just Giannis. Yeah. Um, but I think in the end, the Nets just have a bit more ammo up their sleeve and I think um, they'll take care of them. What do you reckon? I agree. I've got the Nets winning 4-2. Yep. Uh, I just think their offense will be too strong uh, and I don't think the Bucks will be able to muster that 115, 120 points every night. Yep. Um, going to be a wicked series, though. I really can't wait for this one, but got the Nets winning 4-2. Yep. Uh, the other matchup in the East, the 76ers versus the Hawks. Mm. As we were I'm, saying before, more intriguing than you think. I've like, got the Hawks winning 4-3. Oh, really? I've got wow, that's gobsmacked me, but I like it. I love the prediction. Now, there's a there's a big but on this. Well, not a but, but a part of this relies on Joel Embiid. He's currently right. day-to-day um, after suffering a small meniscus tear. Okay. Um, I think he'll be right for this series, but I just think... Not 100%? Not 100%. Mm. So I, I think... Capella will be able to match up with Embiid. Embiid's yep. got certainly a quality outside game as well, more mm. versatile with his scoring. But I think Capella can crunch the boards, um, and I, I just think their scoring from top to bottom is better. Yep. Uh, Seth Curry and Danny Green have been a little bit hit and miss this year, um, but I, I think the Hawks' scoring might get them over the line. And again, Trey Young will need to be elite in this one. He will He will be. Um, I've gone with the 76ers. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll probably get over the line in about five games. Yep. Um, I, I'm worried about this, though. I think they will all be good games. I'm worried as a 76ers fan because we've got a Trey Young and an Atlanta Hawks outfit who are full of confidence That's at the it. moment. And they've they've gone on the toughest, I guess, road trip in, in basketball to play playoffs in the mecca of basketball and still come out victorious. Yeah. I think pretty, pretty convincingly, too. Pretty convincingly. Yeah, yep. they didn't look deterred at all. I think it's going to be great series. I think it's going to be very close games. But I think in the end, the 76ers, Joel Embiid, even if he's not 100%, I still think he's better than the majority yes. of um, big yep. men in the league, even at Without 70%. Um, and then you've got Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. It's going to be the, hard to stop Simmons. Simmons is go- going to be the tough one, I think. Um, yep. Even if they do try to foul him at any given stage, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be the difference. Uh, 76ers for mine. Okay, so we'll go to the Jazz versus Dallas slash Clippers. Now, take this way whichever you want. I'm mm. going to go with um, Jazz versus Dallas. Yes. And I've got Dallas winning 4-2. So, right, four two, oh, and I, I, I just think I really believe KP will step up in the series. Yeah, um, I think the way they've looked, their scoring is really 
high quality with Hardaway starting to find some form. You've got Richardson off the bench, Brunson, mm. Doncic playing at an MVP level. Uh, I, it's going to, again, this is a, a one I looked at for a while and yep. really kind of tried to break down. Um, but I think Dallas will be too good. Oh, I love that prediction. And I like that they've had a hard series. Yep. So they're locked in, whereas um, even though they lost game one, the Jazz kind of didn't have to, you know, they kind of could coast a little bit mm. through their matchup yep. with, the, with the Grizz. So I just think Dallas will be locked in, ready to go. So we've already locked in Dallas to win this current series and then the um, next series against the um, one seed. Going that's, deep. That's great. Um, <laughs> I, Dude, when you say it like that, that kind of just sounds a little bit absurd. No, I love it. And I love the Mavs, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, look, I think it'll be a, I think the Mavs will take care of the Clippers and then Jazz Mavs. Look, I love the Mavs, but Jazz are such a well-rounded team. They yep. really are. They, they've got very little holes, if any. Like we saw in that first game, Donovan Mitchell, that's your, that's your superstar player. Yeah. That's your key guy. That is a big hole to begin with. But once he returned, they look like all their, all their cogs were working in unison again. Yeah. And it, they're, they're just going to be a really tough out for any team. Um, so I've gone with the Jazz. I think they'll, pro- they'd probably get over the line in six. I reckon six. Luca's going to have some yep. individual, massive individual performances if, um, the Mavs do get over the Clippers in this current series. But, um, Oh, what what a matchup! All of these matchups are really hard to predict. Like, even though, even if you might have a team coming over the top in five or or six or whatever, close, it might, they're going they? to be close. Yeah. Um. So, oh, that's that's a mouth watering one. Well, another mouth watering one to wrap us up. We've got one more series: the Suns versus the oh. Nuggets. Right. Where do you see this one going? This one's probably the trickiest one. This for is mine. tough. This really is the trickiest one. I think. Um. I think overall, looking on paper, the Suns have the better team, more well-rounded team, more guys who can contribute. Yep. Um, but then we've got the Nuggets who have just exceeded – I actually wouldn't say exceeded expectations. They've lived up to expectations, even without Jamal Murray. Yes, um, that was a big loss, wasn't it? A that, big blow, and they've really weathered the storm well. They've weathered the storm incredibly well. Yoka playing at an MVP level. Um, but – I think just due to the fact that the Suns will have more contributors throughout the course of the series, we've got one of the most, one of the highest IQ point guards of all time in Chris Paul against probably Austin Rivers. That's a, that yeah. backcourt is a bit that worries me. Yeah. Comparison and Rivers, they were admittedly quite good against the Blazers. Yep. Um, but I just think they're in comparison. They're not quite going to be good different enough. Beast, yeah. Different beast, different beast CP3. And then you've got Devin Booker, again, struggling to find someone who's going to be able to contain him. I think the Yoka versus DeAndre Ayton matchup is going to be a really interesting one. Ayton's stepped up. He's been he great. Has, he has. And I think I just think the, the matchup is better for the Suns, and I reckon they'd probably get over the top in about six. Six. I had Likewise, I had the Suns 4-2, so six games for that one. But again, I agree this will just be a brilliant series. Yep. Um, all four of these matchups, like we really are treated this year. Oh. Um, it's kind of disappointing. I'm disappointed, like for both of us, the Celtics mm. and the Lakers are out. But now we can just enjoy, enjoy it a bit each more. series yeah. without the kind of pressure of um, wanting our team to get through and do well and get favourable matchups. But I think it's an exciting year as well because it it's is. the first year, even though I'm such a huge LeBron fan, he's my favourite player. But it's such an unpredictable year because it's the first year since 2010, I believe, without LeBron or Steph in the NBA yes. finals, which yep. just opens a door for someone to, you know, turn their name into 
an actual legend of the NBA if they're not already. So, Without a doubt. Um, very exciting. I can't wait. Some big series coming up there. I can't look forward to... Can't wait say, to break it all down <laughs> next week. It's going to yep. be a big week of action. Um, starting tomorrow with the Nets and Bucks. We've got that one tipping off at uh, oh, 9.30 here in Australia. There's um, not a bad series at all. It, there's all, not one bad series. So great stuff there. Can't wait to see how that unfolds. Right, we'll still got Hero of the Week to do, so let's let's hit it. Let's go. Right, Hero of the Week returns for another week. Just the two of us this week, so <laughs> who, do, who do we want to start? Do you want me to go? I'll you go, go, mate. Yep. I'll go. We've touched on him a little bit already in the episode, but my Hero of the Week was Trey Young. Oh, now, ice Trey. What a guy. What a guy. He was really the point of difference between the two sides, and he made a series that should have gone deep into a 4-1 pretty convincing series. Yep. Game four in there, 113-96 win. He had 27 points, nine assists. Uh, game five in their 103 to 89 win, 36 points, four rebounds, nine assists, and 13 to 15 from the line. The big part of it, though, and I think we might have mentioned it last week. I can't quite recall. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way he embraced this kind of villain heel role, like in <gasps> WWE. Incredible. You need, uh, you need your your heroes and your villains. Yep. And he really embraced it, and I think it's good for the league. Like it is. I, I love that little bow he did to the Madison Square Garden fans the other day. Um, I just think run with it. You know, if you're oh, going to be hated, sure. really, really embrace it um, and let it, like, let it fuel you. Do you know who it reminds me of? And I'm, by no means am I saying he's this player, but just the way he treats it, Kobe. He's yes. got that. He's got that mentality that okay, if I'm the villain, I'm, I, so I don't care. It. I'm still going to beat your team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I'm with you. I, I've enjoyed that. I haven't seen him as a villain. I, I actually really like Trey yeah. Young. I know that we're saying that the majority of the people are looking at him as a villain, but you've got to have these sort of theatrical players in the, in the league yep. or else it becomes very boring. Um, and, yeah, he's playing that role so well. He's going to be huge in this next series. I can't wait to um, – it's been talked about for so long how I've really – in that draft, like that, the kind of switch and getting Luca was the big, big, mm. the big piece. And admittedly, he has been. Yeah, he's still yeah. far superior, I would say. Yeah. But Trey is certainly he's no pushover. Oh. He is a hell of a player. Could be, could be, you know, MVP quality yep. over the next five years. You just never know. So he he takes it for me. Great series there for him. Looking forward to seeing more of the same. Love that pick. I've got another point guard, CP three, Phoenix Suns. Yep. Uh, he's just been. He's been incredible for the franchise throughout the course of the season, but particularly over this last week when the chips were on the table and he needed to stand up, he he definitely did. And, I mean, this could have also gone to Devin Booker, who's been incredible as well. But um, he really is the leader for this Suns roster. Um, And when you go on deep playoff runs, I was mentioning before, you need these guys with high IQ and high leadership uh, and you know, good levels of leadership to take you all the way. And this Suns roster now with CP3 have all the ingredients to make well it. well-rounded, aren't they? They are. They've got all the ingredients to make a deep run at it. And um, he's, been, he's been incredible. Um, and it, he's showing this year that he can be the difference between the Suns missing out on the playoffs and the Suns going on a deep run in the playoffs, which, in my opinion, I'd be quite surprised if they didn't make it to the – well, the Western Conference Finals, and then I think there's a good, good chance, chance that they'll there. go to the finals. And it's not um, always with his scoring, is it? He's one of those players who 
You know, he might have eight points in a game, but the way he controls the tempo of the game, he slows it down. Slows it down, And the yep. defense, like the Lakers, their offense was just really, for the whole series, really, really struggling. Yeah, um, it was I all over the, the shop. In this day and age, like the over-under for most of the games was about, I think yesterday it was 207, normally about 210, 211. Yep. And they, it was hitting the unders most of the time because of the way that they play the game. They control the tempo, the pace, and their defense was just on lockdown. So he does so much more than actual actually score the ball. Oh, he does. It's not it's not a box score type yeah. of thing for CP3, particularly at this at this um, point of his career and his twilight. Probably only a couple of years left until he starts to consider hanging them up. But um, you're right. Like you look at the Suns lineup over the past few years, and they've all they've sort of been a bit frenetic, really. Like yes. it's it's yep. just been a bit all over the place, a bit too quick. Let's get it in Devin Booker's hands and let him do the rest. Exactly. It's. Changed completely this year with CP3 as the leader of that lineup, as you said, slowed it right down, put things into perspective, just made the smart play, and it's it's paid dividends so yeah, far. So many players making the smart plays and actually knocking down shots. Like struggled a little bit, but you bring in a bit of heart and hustle in Jay Crowder. You've yes, got blokes yep. knock down shooters. Um, now yep. Mikhail Bridges, Bridges yep. Johnson, Payne. They're they're a scary proposition, I think, they for the really Nuggets. Are. So I'm looking forward to them. I think credit to um, Devin Booker as well, though, because he was the leader of this lineup, and he sort of relinquished that role to an extent to let CP3 lead um, the team. And you know, it's you have to sacrifice some things when you go on big, big, um, you know, meaningful playoff yes. runs like they're yep. hoping to do. And I think it's a good decision from Devin Booker to put his pride and ego aside. And and he's still getting his. Oh, he's like, getting his for sure. It just yeah. it, it, it works better this team. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they can do. I hope they make the finals. I'm, oh, so do I. I'm, For I CP3 more than anything, he's, yes. he's just a warrior of the league. and Deserves you, a chip. You don't want to see him go down as, even though John Stockton's obviously incredible, but, you know, one of those names who have been just absolute stalwarts of the, the NBA league. and yep. not getting that end result. So I we've love seen the statistics as well. Each team he's gone to, from the Hornets to to OKC yep, to Houston, Houston to now, now to the Suns, each year... He has impacted winning positively. Like their winning oh, percentage sure. has yep. just skyrocketed. So yep. certainly deserves a chip. Hope he gets there. Oh, um, so do I. A big set of round two matchups coming up. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. It's, can't um, wait. Probably, as we were saying, one of the more exciting playoff series in recent memory. Now with um, both LeBron and Steph out, it's going to be a new new champion. And, um, oh, God. Before exciting. we end up, Ro, who's your pick? So we've we've knocked out half the field. Who's your pick for the title from for here? The title, ah, okay. Um, I still got to go to the Nets. I think I they're think too good, too to. much firepower. Yeah, they've just got grenade launchers. They've got the whole mercenary the whole there. It's yeah. just it's yep. just ridiculous. Um, I'd love to see them get beaten though, because I, I just don't. I'd love to see like a team An like, underdog the, like the Suns or the Jazz get over the top of them. A team who is probably more team orientated as opposed to relying on. Three, you know, big three stars. Big players. Yep. But it's going to be hard to, to beat them in a game of seven. It's, um, but it's going to be interesting regardless. Absolutely, mate. It's been a big episode. We've held down the fort well without our little mate. We have. We uh, should have checked in on Lee and see where he's at. I, I, Probably who, who would know where he's at now? You <laughs> yeah. just wouldn't know. He's, uh, yeah, needs a greater comeback than Jesus Christ at this point, doesn't <laughs> he? Does. He? Um, but, yeah, we've, we've done well. Just a, a little quick update, guys. Next week... Uh, it's it's not ideal timing, even the, given the playoffs, but we're going to have next week off and then start our final push towards the, the conference finals and the finals. Uh, 
You're going away for a couple of days, Ro. Yes. I'm going yeah. away for a couple of days. So Probably could have timed it better, really. Could have timed it better, but that such is life. Yeah, it um, is. We'll still look to try and do something, whether it's IG Live or do something, just to keep you guys updated. But we won't have our regular podcast episode. Yeah. Um, but there'll still be plenty of content coming out on the regular. So stay up to date with our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Ro, are you looking forward to getting away for a couple of days? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, I'll be keeping up to date with the basketball regardless. Yeah, so it's, without a doubt, not, so will I. Nothing, nothing's really changed too much. Just I've, already, I've, been, and... I've been told not to. Um, we're on holiday. You've been told not I've to. I've been You've told been... not to, to be, like, have a couple of days off, but it's it's the playoffs. So it's but, not happening. No, that isn't happening. He's been given the instructions, but sometimes yeah. you just have Boss to disobey. The orders. You just yeah. have to disobey and yeah. you just have to... Give me a dishonourable discharge. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's not happening. It's... Big, yeah. big time, like as we said, four intriguing series here, yes. so I'm going to have to keep yeah. up to date with every minute of it. Oh, I'd be rude not to. Brilliant, mate. Have a great weekend away. Guys, we look forward to coming back with another big podcast episode in two weeks' time. As I said, stay up to date. We'll have plenty of things coming out, potentially a little IG live next week. Yep. We'll hopefully get our get our mate back, our, our third amigo here, um, yep. if he's still alive, so we look forward to that. Guys, enjoy what's going to be a huge second round of playoff action, and we can't, look, we can't wait to speak to you soon. <laughs> Love you, bye.